You remember that little voice that comes from deep inside? I told you so. Or it'll work out. Yeah, that one. We're going to learn about that voice today. Also, we'll deep dive into what is my definition of intuition and how different people define intuition. Also, you're going to learn on how to develop your intuition and how you can use it in your life in general, relationships and business. At the same time, you'll also learn what not to do, so stay tuned till the end. One of the reasons why we need to become more intuitive in life is because the more intuitive you are, the more authentic you are. And so you're more authentic to yourself and to people around you. And that's what we need in today's times, right? I'm about to share with you my understanding of what intuition is. And this understanding has come from my deep dive into both internal and external world. So that's a disclaimer for you. It's my understanding of what intuition is. We will start with my definition for intuition. And intuition is when for a second or for a minute or for whatever time, you are the universe or you are the source energy. That's my definition for intuition. Like you feeling like you are the universe, like you are the source energy or spirit or soul, whatever word you want to give it to it. You want to give to it. So let me explain. Intuition can come to you in many ways. And I'll talk about some of the ways today. And so the origin can be different, but in that moment, when you are in that intuitive state, you are the universe or source energy. Now, in describing intuition, a lot of people separate themselves from source energy. But in my experience, when I'm intuitive or when I'm operating from my intuitive self, I am the source. I'm not seeking intuition. I become intuitive. So it is not separate. It's like you know the reality. It's not like you are seeking something. You're seeking truth. It's like you already know it. Like you know it. So it's not, it's not a belief. It's the knowing. Now to some it may seem like a highly calculated judgment. Almost like what dating apps do. Like suggesting you the best match out of hundreds and thousands of possible prospects. And you feel like this person could be the one. But if only big computers were so accurate, if only our brain was so accurate like 100% of the time. And so to understand intuition, I'll talk about how intuition is defined in general, and then I'll deep dive into my definition so you can understand where it comes from and suit it for yourself. So Oxford Dictionary says, intuition is the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. So if we all agree on that definition, my question is, how does it come to you so that it feels like you don't need the urge, you don't feel the need or urge for conscious reasoning? How does the intuition come to you, right? And so in the book, Are You Thinking Clearly by Matt Warren and Miriam Frankel, Intuition is described as something that is, quote-unquote, simply drawn on past experiences and observations that we aren't paying close attention to in the moment, such as which way the sunlight falls in the forest or a pattern of behavior we have spotted in earlier personal encounters. 
Now, my understanding of this is that intuition is a result of a programming that already exists somewhere in your brain and the source energy. So it's almost like a muscle that has been exercised multiple times that it almost knows the odd one out. So when you have this memory bank that is working for you 24-7, you tend to make decisions based on the wisdom that you've developed from those past experiences. Almost like new neural pathways have been structured or restructured in your brain. So what seemed like a difficult situation or a decision or a difficult decision back then is now a cakewalk. Now, I want to take you back to how I defined intuition like minutes ago. So I said, intuition is when for a second or a minute, you are the universe or you are the source energy. Now, I want you to imagine this, like imagine having a memory bank. What's the highest capacity you can think of? Like what's the largest number you can think of for a memory bank? One terabyte, well, million terabyte, like what else? Think of a number that comes to your mind. Now consider this, there is a grand memory bank that exists that holds data that ever existed. Matter cannot be created nor be destroyed. So I like to believe then memory exists somewhere trapped as energy in the universe. Like there is this grand memory bank in the universe that has this data saved as memory data of all times, like like everything that ever existed on this planet, everything that ever happened on this planet. So I like to believe that it's there somewhere in the universe. Now, contrary to that, our human brain has limited processing capacity because it wants to function efficiently and wants to save energy for important tasks in a day. And that's when you can call on either your brain's memory bank or this universal memory bank. And so when you have a limited developed intuition, then you have the capability to call on your brain's memory bank and sometimes even your wisdom from previous experiences. Your brain has allowed, so your brain has placed certain meaning to certain things and that comes handy in most situations for most people. So that's like calling on your brain's memory bank. But when you have a strong developed intuition, then you have the capability to call on universal memory bank and connect with the source energy for guidance. So it's like four ways of tapping into your intuition or calling in, calling on your intuition or guiding forces to guide you to make better decisions in life. One is your brain's memory bank. The other is the wisdom, the the new neural pathways that have been created in your brain because of what happened in your past, because of the knowledge that you've gained over time. And so those new neural pathways are basically your guiding force. And so um, your brain's general memory bank and then the wisdom, new neural pathways, those are like two ways. And then the third is universal memory bank and then the fourth is the source energy like the ultimate source energy and i like to believe that the ultimate source energy the universe itself um is much more than just the memory right and i would want you to agree with me on that so 
Now, there is this thing that when you have a connected intuition, like when you have this ultimate level of intuition, like highly developed intuition, you can simply be one with all that exists and flow with the source. Like you are the source, like you become the source. So in order to reach that level, you obviously have to put in effort. You have to work on yourself. You have to understand what's going on in your brain. You have to understand what's the wisdom, what's the new neural pathway you want to create for yourself moving forward. You have to understand what the universal memory bank actually means and how it works. And so you have to like deep dive into all of that stuff. And so ultimately you become one with the source, you become one with the universal bank. And that's when you are intuition. You're walking, talking intuition, right? Okay. So that I just said is like three different levels of intuition, like limited, strong, and connected. I want to give you one example. So we often hear people talk about um, show up like you already are who you want to become or embody now what you want to become in the future. I feel that it's the same thing with intuition. So you become universe or you become this fusion of this grand memory and the source energy. Now, I'm using two different words for the sake of explanation, but I understand, but I like to believe that the two are the same if you go deeper into this topic. So a grand memory and the source energy or universe cannot be separated. Now, for the sake of understanding the concept, however, you can say that it's fusion, like coming together of this grand memory and whatever that that is, like whatever the source energy is. But understand, I want you to understand uh, that fission isn't possible. And if you um, if you have any issues understanding what's the difference between fusion and fission, I want you to go and Google that. So at this point, I want you to pause for a second. Hold this thought before I continue expanding on the topic. Okay. So if you want, you can pause this episode right here. Just soak in whatever I just said, listen to it again if you want, and then come back to this place again. Okay, so to summarize up until here, I'd like to mention a few points. It's almost like you have this memory bank and you've created this guiding force that is an amalgamation of memories from ever since the universe existed and the source itself, because I believe Source is a lot more than just memories. Next point is that intuition is a result of a programming that already exists somewhere in the cloud and the source energy. It's almost like a brain muscle that has been exercised multiple times, so many times that it almost knows everything. And so the next point is that to a human, to a body, that's not intuitively trained, this concept may be difficult to understand. But when you understand that you know what you know isn't just a result of some muscle that has been trained, but also because of a limitless abundance that exists. Now, some like to call this limitless abundance universe, spirit, God, soul, whatever. So, This thing that you know 
that you just you often feel like you know it isn't just a result of a muscle that has been drained. It's also the result of this limitless abundance that exists, you know. And so in order to realize this, you have to tap into becoming one with the universal source, right? And the journey to becoming one with the universal source starts from becoming one with yourself. And so it's not just about your past experiences. It's not just about this memory bank that exists. It's also about becoming one with yourself so that you can become one with the universe, one with the source energy. Make sense? Okay. Let's move into the next section, which is all about where you can use intuition or where you can, where you can apply intuition. I'm going to give you my examples as well. So one of the one first things that I do or I often use my intuition is when I want to find lost things. So I did this with did this for my father a week ago. So he lost his wallet. He couldn't he couldn't find his wallet. He was like, he actually forgot where he has kept it. So, so one of my super intuitive power is power is to find things. Whenever I lose something and I know that it's in the immediate vicinity, I have this process to bring the thing closer to me. And so let's not make it sound woo-woo, okay? So I have a process to take me closer to the thing that I have lost as opposed to bringing the thing closer to me because I know that sounds like a lot of woo-woo stuff. So when that happens, when I lose something, instead of whining, I like to connect with the source energy to find the thing. And so I start with the intention that if it's meant to come to me, it'll come. So what I do is like I stretch my right arm forward, you know, lift my hand uh, sort of in the ear, and then I move my hand in circles, almost like creating a ring in the space, just like Wong uh, from Marvel Universe. I'm not sure if you've if you've if you've heard of you've seen Marvel movies, or if you've seen Doctor Strange. Um, if if you haven't heard of him, you could search for Doctor Strange and Wong. So Wong has this mystic powers. I don't have those mystic powers, or maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> but obviously, I don't perform magic like Mr. Wong. So so I create this ring in the space, and. I want you to imagine this ring almost opening up to the place where the lost thing is lying or hidden. And so you have to create the intention that this magnetic field will connect you to that place. And this intention has to come from a pure place. It cannot come from a place of ego. And so this ring that we are creating in this space is basically creating this magnetic field that is opening up to this place where this thing is lying or hidden or whatever. And the more pure you are in that intention that if it's meant to come to you, it'll come to you, easier it is for you to attract that thing towards yourself. I do this ring thing for as long as I don't become the source and the source is wanting me to find that thing. I remove myself from the picture and then it's just the source and the thing. 
So all I have left to do is wait, just let go and allow the universe to do the magic. And in some time, like it could be 10 minutes, could be a day, voila, find the thing. <laughs> so that thing just appears, like I stumble upon it. I could be doing something, some other thing. I could be searching for something else and voila, I just find it. Now, up until you haven't worked enough to tap into the feeling of being the source, you can simply ask universe to guide you to find the thing, or you can bank on your brain's memory bank to find the thing for you. So it's not that you cannot find things, that you cannot develop this super intuitive power, um, unless and until you learn how to tap into this you and unless and until you learn how to become universe or become the source or tap into that source so there is a way and the way is to simply ask universe to guide you or simply depend on um, your brain's memory bank and so i sometimes simply tap into my brain explore my memory pathways to find the places where i could have kept my keys wallet phone whatever and so that way, I don't always have to perform the mystic ring magnetic field exercise, the woo-woo stuff. <laughs> so I also, like, like I want to make it point, like, I want to make it very clear that I also rely on my brain's memory a lot. So that's one way of doing it. The another thing is that is feeling things. So one way to access intuition is when you want to know how you feel about things. Now, my intuition often sends me signals about a hotel, a room, a restaurant, food, a friend, a client, like, like about everything. Now, that being said, I'm not always actively looking for red or green flags. And I know that it may sound cliche, but I just feel the vibe, you know? And sometimes I may be wrong, but most of the time I'm right, you know? So write about a place, write about a client, write about, um, write about a lot of things. And I've come to a point in my life where I make decisions based on the strong intuitive state or vibe or whatever. I do wanna point out that I often make mistakes, that I do make mistakes. like. Now, however, the frequency of these mistakes is like quite less compared to uh, before when I would just base a lot of decisions just based on the vibe and the feeling. And that would like, like it was almost like I was signing up for failure or disaster because most of them were like impulsive decisions. Most of them were like coming from a place of emotions and just, you know, just making decisions on the fly or running through emotions. And so I called it intuition, but it wasn't, you know, it was more like, like, okay, basing the decisions on what happened in the past. And so just trying to do something different, like not analyzing it, not coming to it from a place of wisdom, let's say. But now the things are different. Like now more and more I work on my intuitive capabilities and my intuitive powers. I am, I am understanding that, yes, this is something that, uh, that I, I have a space for and I can be more, I can 
I can strengthen this power inside of me and I can be more intuitive. And the more I'm doing it, better decisions I'm making in my life. And so this distinction between really, really being in that intuitive state versus, um, you know, being in that emotional state and coming to a situation from an impulsive place or emotional place, that distinction needs to be very clear in your mind. Like you have to understand, okay, this is what, so, and that comes from awareness about yourself. Like I said before as well, like when you understand more about yourself, that's like step one, you know, to understanding the universe then to understanding, okay, what's this greater force that is guiding you is all about. And so it all starts from you first. So I want to like, basically the idea of doing this episode is to understand there are two things that are acting into this thing. One is your memory, which is all about your past experiences and knowledge. And the other is the source that is like beyond definition. As I, I like to believe that. And that brings me to the third point, which I think some of the things I've already mentioned about is learning about your inner world, who I am. Or who am I? You know, asking that question to yourself. Once inst- once intuition is developed or starts developing, um, you know, which is like nothing but the ease with which you can connect with grand memory bank and the source energy, you become more and more aware of who you are and where you want to go. And you kind of establish this peace with whatever is happening in your life. And you become more and more aware about uh, who you are and what is what's your purpose and not just about physical body but like so many other things they're like this this is like such a deep topic we obviously i hope i i mean i'm sure that you understand that uh understanding about yourself your deeper world your inner world is like beyond the scope of this episode so but that's like you can use your intuition to understand yourself also, right? And let me know if you're interested in that conversation. I could I could do another episode and talk about that as well. So I'm now entering into this another section on this episode, which is all about how you can how we, how can intuition be of any use in a business game that is mostly about numbers. I'm gonna repeat that. How can intuition be of any use in a business game that is mostly about numbers? And I know that we've been talking about a lot of, um, let's just say, woo-woo stuff. But when it comes to business, business is all about numbers, right? Business is all about, um, it's like, business is all about more followers, more email subscribers, more sales, and more high-ticket one-on-one clients, right? So to put it differently, most people think that business is all about numbers. More followers you have, more sales you make. More sales calls you have, more high-ticket one-on-one clients you'll convert. More traffic you, you generate, more followers you'll get. And the belief is established that if you want to be a well-known six-figure, seven-figure course creator or coach, you have to win in this numbers game. And so what is the role of intuition in this game in this place. 
I'm suddenly like I'm reminded of this of uh, this quote by Jinx Monsoon. It says like the more you embrace the weird, crazy things about you, the more you find your tribe. And that's where intuition comes into picture. So I teach my clients how to uncover their intuitive message that is already living and breathing inside of them so that they can find meaning in what they're doing, right? And I hope you understand where we are leading with this. So on top of that, I believe in generational impact. And I think when people come from a state of alignment and connection with the one energy, it passes on to generations. And that, I believe, is our biggest goal as a collective. And that's like, and that's our biggest goal as a collective should be, and, and, and our biggest goal as a collective should be to leave this planet in a shape where future generations can enjoy and thrive, right? And so we were talking about numbers, but we are also talking about the meaning. We're also talking about this intuitive message, and that's where intuition comes into picture. I have to tell you, I have come across people who are extremely successful making bank and are still unfulfilled seeking something that isn't clear to them yet. And if you ask them, what are you seeking? They'll go like, I don't know, but something seems missing. Some intuitive people, like more or less, like little bit intuitive people will often come up with answers like, I guess it'll come to me when the time is right. Oftentimes people explain this unsettling, um, you know, feeling coming from a lack of fulfillment as the lack of deeper purpose or a disconnect between success from work and fulfillment from work. And oftentimes people are, now I'm, may, you may be, you're, it, it's possible that you are a pusher where you believe that the only way to make more money is to do more, right? And so that is where you feel this disconnect between success from work, because you already had that success from work, you've been working endless nights and days, and so you already have that success, but there's no fulfillment, right? And that's what takes you to this, this unsettling situation where you feel like, what's the point of this all, right? And that's where your intuitive message comes in. That's where your deeper purpose comes in, right? Our intuition, on the other hand, is what connects us with our deeper purpose. It tells us this is what we want to do in life. This is what this is what we want. Uh, this is how we want to connect with more people. This is how we want to make our impact on this planet. This is how we want to leave this planet, right? And that comes from deep within yourself. Now. This intuition, it already exists. You just have to access it. I'm reminded of this quote uh, by Alan Alda. At times you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. What you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover is yourself. So at the end of the day, you want to surround yourself with people that are vibrating somewhere in your vibration field. You want to work with a certain kind of clients. 
So, Im- so I want you to like imagine this for a second. Imagine you have like a thousand students in your program and you invite them all to a retreat or to a mastermind, or like an in-person summit or something. And they're all present in this big hall room. And I want you to like pause, like close your eyes for a second and imagine, like envision this or visualize this. What would the energy feel like? How are these people showing up? How are these people talking with each other? What's the frequency at which they're vibrating? What's the emotion? What's the vibe in the room? Yeah? And don't you want that? Don't you want that in your life? Like 1,000 people, 10,000 people. Imagine a stadium full of your tribe, like people shouting for you. And it's not about you, your ego or whatever. It's like you have brought these people together based of a one message. based, And you, these people are like united to bring that change in the society on this planet. That is impact, right? Isn't it? Now, once you have a strong intuition, you often are able to make decisions in situations that others find extremely uncertain. And so you know that you're attracting your vision, your tribe, you're becoming the force for greater good in the world. And that's what we want. So it's not just about numbers. Business is not just about numbers. Business is about the greater impact you can make in the world. It's like connecting those 10,000, 100,000 people for one cause, for one reason. And that's your intuitive message. And through me, if there's anything that you can take away from this episode is that connect with yourself, connect with this universe, connect with the source energy and understand what your intuitive message is. And then just let's make this world a better place. It is a better place anyway, but let's just leave this place for future generations um, so that these so that the future generations can thrive and just enjoy, right? Okay, so to summarize, you can access or develop your intuition in five ways. I like to call them like five levels also. So you can see it as five ways or you could see it as five levels. There's no fixed sequence or fixed criteria. But um, if I were to describe it for myself, I would say these are the five levels. You go on these five levels one by one as your intuition develops. Um, But you can also, you know, you can start at number three and then go to number five and then come back to number one. You know, it just, you can create your own sequence is what I mean. Number one is your brain's memory bank. I like to describe it as um, learning from a recent past experience. It could be anything. It could be a joyful experience. It could be a traumatic experience. It could be anything, just a simple experience. But the learning is coming from a recent past experience, let's say, or or a very old past experience, but it's, it has still left uh, an impact on you. And so it's it's kind of gone into your long-term memory. And then the second one is the wisdom neural pathways. 
uh, like new neural pathways that have been created in your brain from the learning that you have derived from your past experience and knowledge. So there are new new neural pathways coming from uh, the learning. So for example, let's say you've been doing a lot of meditation and then you have done a certain reframes in your brain you've tried to see uh things from different perspectives different lens and so new neural pathways have been developed in your brain and so um you can access those neural pathways and kind of often say that your intuition is developed more and then the third one is your universal memory bank which like i said is like this grand memory bank the universe that has access to like um everything like like I've come across people who have like gone into this deep meditative states where all of a sudden they have they have uh, this heightened sense of like this new memory has been uncovered to them about one of their past lives and now they can actually go into that go into that memory go into that state where they can actually see what they were doing in that past life so that's like that's almost like accessing universal memory bank it happened with with me um once when i was in this deep meditation and i almost felt like i'm in a war somewhere in scotland and i've like rarely i rarely share this with people like like it's a war going on in scotland and i'm there and it was so it was so uh, real like I was going through it and in that deep meditative state I didn't feel those emotions as much but I was like that picture was like in front of me and that visual was there and it almost like it didn't scare me so much but when I when I got out of that deep meditative state I was like goodness that was something amazing <laughs> it was scary for sure but the entire experience was like i cannot express that experience or share that experience on this episode but it was it was it was amazing and scary like both at the same time so i i feel like that's how you can access your universal memory bank and sometimes when you're making decisions in life that are like too like like scary i think that uh when your intuition is so like you when your intuition is like so developed you will get you will be able to make those great decisions because your brain is like so strong now your body is like so uh so evolved now that it can almost access those those different uh, memories and like seconds and it can come it can bring to you the right option for you right like okay this is where you want to go go for this path go for this path go for this path i hope this makes sense now the next level or the next way is to connecting with your inner self like understanding who you are where you're coming from just understanding uh, who we are like why are we here on this planet you know and so once that is done then you move to another level which is like you connecting or you becoming one with the source energy energy so again like talking about all of these five levels or uh different ways of tapping into your intuition or making your intuition more and more strong is like a whole 
like another level of conversation that obviously isn't possible given the scope of this episode. But let me know in the comments if you want me to deep dive into more of these. Now, like I said, in order to go from level one to level five, although there isn't any fixed criteria or fixed sequence for the five A's I just mentioned, you could try multiple methods such as meditation, visualization, reading books, yoga, exposing yourself to different experiences, etc. And then and then there are like multiple forms of meditations as well. And if you want to like really go from level one to like level five. And so I want to end this. I'm, I hope that all of this is like making sense, but I want to end this episode by saying that if you're an unnoticed course creator or coach, if you're in, if you're an inner driven course creator or coach who is interested in, in finding out the intuitive message, your intuitive message, so you can connect with your tribe, make more money and have that impact in the world. So you can leave this planet in a better shape, if not worse. Um, connect with me on Instagram and let's see if we can work on something together. Applications for 2023 one-on-one are now open. Thank you for listening. This is Guri from the Guri Show podcast. Leave a comment if you enjoyed this lis- listening to this episode and I'm going to see you soon.